What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Ali Connects Podcast. I am your host, Risma Ali, and I'm really curious. Do you guys have trouble maintaining your financial stability? I feel like I'm the only one sometimes, but I know I'm not, so it makes me feel less lonely. But I always seem to have this problem. Like, I mean, I think I have a good mentality when it comes to money, but I don't let my money control me, you know? I also think being a part of like what are we the millennial generation or generation z being a part of this generation money just flows differently with us i feel like back in the day money was just easy to acquire assets were just easy to buy um businesses were easier to develop but now it's so much harder like it legit is so much harder for us to get any assets save or even invest because i feel like a lot of people like including myself really lack knowledge when it comes to the perspective of money or handling money to be honest i feel like growing up money was a big issue for me because i wasn't really taught well about money you know i saw like money go in and out of my family i saw it control a lot of people i saw it help a lot of people so it's just that that dif- those different perspectives kind of shifted my my understanding of money. So I really had to learn through my own experiences what money does for people and how to control it, how not to let it control me, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's this book called Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, and I highly recommend this book to anybody who's looking for like financial development or seeking some kind of control for their financial future or trying to understand money better this is a really good book what's cool about it too is that it offers like small study sessions after each chapter so you could reflect on what the author spoke about in that in the first chapter or whatever chapter you read and you could incorporate it into your own financial situation. So, yes, you're reading the book, but you're also trying they're giving you like questions and different discussion topics on how you could implement the lessons that he taught in that chapter into your own life, which I thought was really really cool. It really opened up my eyes to my own perspectives that I had when it comes to money because this book really touches upon like the poor mindset, the middle class mindset and the rich mindset. He elaborates on all three, he talks about different perspectives of all three. He really elaborated a lot on how to control money and how to understand it better. I resonated more with the poor perspective I think that's simply because of the way that I was raised and the way that I was taught about money. I was taught go to college, get a degree, and work for the rest of your life for a company and just save money and retire and die. Like legit, that's what I've seen most of the people in my life do. That's what most people know in this world right now. That's the only way they think it should be. But really it's not, right? and a lot of financial literacy is not being taught in schools which i think is really important to have you know especially growing up i feel like young people need to understand the value of money and understand it better for it to work for them in the future the schools i went to especially the high school that i went to when i was growing up it didn't really teach me the value of money or how to build any kind of financial literacy 
in any way. I mean, I remember learning accounting in high school, which was a, a course that we had in school, maybe twice a week or not even. But I remember I was like 14, 15, 16 at the time. And I was learning big words like accounts receivable or equity while I was struggling to find a dollar that same morning to get the bus to come to school. You know, so it just, these things just didn't really make any sense. I always thought that money was like this big thing that only adults have control of. And when you're an adult, then you start to understand it better. But really, it's not, it shouldn't be that way. You know, you should really learn the value of money from a young age because that's how you develop your understanding of it and your perspective of it. If you've grown up in a rough environment where every day you kind of wonder what your next meal is going to be like, or if you were going to have a bright future, if you were going to go to college or anything. That's because you were kind of forced into a situation that you couldn't control and money became something that was scarce. When that happens, you start thinking of money as a weapon instead of like a tool that you could actually use to get even more money. There's this saying that money is the root of all evil. And to be honest, I do not agree with that statement at all. I think money isn't the root of all evil or good or anything. I think it's like an amplifier, right? Which you can use for good or evil. Good could be using it to save and invest in yourself or your future. And evil could be just using it for malintent. Like it's it's your perspective. It's however you see it. But it's the same thing with like guns. You know, guns don't kill people. People kill people guns just amplify the way of killing people so it's just about your mindset and now that i'm a little bit older and i kind of understand the the true value of working hard for my money and making my money work for me instead of me working for it which is a lesson that robert teaches in his book and he explains it very well he he touches upon different subjects when it comes to that topic so i I highly recommend this book please 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 read it Now granted, I do not know everything about money. I don't think Robert does either. I don't think any of us do. But I think it's also being able to um, shift your focus and shift your mentality. Being willing to learn and adapt to fit your lifestyle. I mean, I know a lot of people who are working, working, working their asses off. But cannot save money for shit. Like how are you living every day like that i'm not saying that it's a problem like you're not directly affecting me in any way but it's just like think bigger you know think more long term working 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 your ass off every day but two days three days if you stop working down the road you have nothing to support you you have nothing to to fall back on i mean is that really the kind of life that you want to live So it's all about shifting your focus and just being able to open up and be open-minded about money and the way that you could make money work for you. When it comes to saving money, I have a backup and I have a backup for my backup. I have a dedicated savings account in my bank and I also have a cash pot which acts like as a backup for my savings account that I have in the bank. I have like extra cash in there that accumulated after a while. Now, if I run out of money in my savings account in my bank, I still have something that I could rely on. So I'm not completely like dead and broke, even though I don't have a job. You know, I still give myself that that space to suffer for a little while. I think suffering is inevitable, you know, um, and not everything goes smoothly. Not we won't have jobs all the time. You know, crisis come, Corona comes, whatever comes, 
you gotta stop for a while and if you have something to fall back on that's super super important and necessary i think but to be honest it really isn't just about saving money too because you could spend your whole life saving money if it loses its value you wasted your whole life saving worthless pieces of paper so i would say invest your money into something whether it be like your own business other people's businesses the stock market the forex market anything just invest it somewhere so that you can earn returns on your money and it'll increase without you having to work for it now granted you have to be able to put the effort and time into learning about these different options of raising your money right the stock market you would have to watch countless videos and continue watching countless videos and keeping up with the news in order to understand the stock market and making sure that it is giving you the returns that you need the same with the forex market the same with any other market that you want to invest in other people's businesses you know it's it's putting that time and that effort and acquiring the knowledge that you need in order to make your money work for you you can't just sit at home behind the computer and expect it to accumulate like it just does not work that way so it's about investing time effort and shifting your perspective as well like shifting your perspective and putting yourself in a mentality of hey I'm going to do it differently this time and this time it's going to work for me. I'll be real honest with you, I don't work right now and I find myself kind of struggling sometimes because of that. I've tried investing into the forex market. It does work for me at some points, but when you stop putting the effort, it just does not come back, right? That you just don't get what you want to get out of it, which is my mistake and I should put more effort into that but still I've learned a lot since I started investing in forex like I've learned a lot about um different markets about the stock markets I watch countless videos sometimes about the differences between the two and how money works in these big corporations etc etc I quit the last job that I was at because they didn't pay me enough for the amount of work that I had to do um they didn't appreciate me being there they didn't treat me as a worker it was more like i was just a slave to be honest it was a lot of work for a little bit of money and to be honest this is something that i want to talk to you guys about sticking to a dead end job just to pay bills or just to survive is not the way to live i understand if you stay at a job and you 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 know you stay there for a year or two or however long you need to and then you're in the process of trying to find something that best suits you. I understand that. But if you have to work somewhere or be a part of a team where you feel some sort of like neglect or like you're not important, that's not worth it. You need to work somewhere where you have personal growth, where you're developing, and even if you've developed to the max that you can develop, you need to be appreciated and welcomed and loved and be passionate about the job that you do but of course like we have to look at the bigger picture too i'm not saying that everybody should just quit their jobs because they're unhappy but also look at other factors right like it's all connected on a bigger scale look at the economic well-being of the country that you live in look at the availability of jobs in whatever field you want to go in like it's just having that first step and shifting your perspective could change your whole situation the job that you work at heavily affects your mental health your well-being your everything and it's important to work somewhere where you could be your best self and be comfortable 
where you're at right but this also gives you a chance to think about like a business plan that you have or had and start working towards saving for that you know pursue that but if you're comfortable where you are and you've gained as much fulfillment as you can please by all means just stay there no one is saying that you have to get up and switch jobs and and do the most but it's just make sure that you're happy make sure that you're fulfilled make sure that you're getting enough so that you can sustain the kind of lifestyle that you want to live that's really important you know you can't be wanting gucci but working for buttons you know what i mean it's it's about perspective it's about working for what you want in life financial literacy is something that we are forced to learn every single day we live in a world that is consumer driven everything is run by money if you want to eat you gotta have money if you want to travel money if you want to run away and go to the forest i'm not sure if you need money for that but i'm pretty sure you do somewhere along the way maybe you need a bottle of water you get thirsty i don't know but i'm pretty sure you do so we can't run away from it we can't avoid it it's there but it's also being able to accept it and understand it learn from it I have my own different ways of handling my money which work best for me and the kind of lifestyle that I live. So whatever works best for you, you know you do that. But if you ever need like a different perspective or a different idea of handling money, just continue to learn, you know, read a lot of books, watch YouTube videos, understand how economic crisis affect the dollar that you're making. Those things are so important. And I cannot stress this enough. Like, I've had to learn the hard way. I'm pretty sure you guys did as well. Experiencing money, dealing with it differently, it varies person to person. So share your knowledge, you know. Ask questions. When you meet a big CEO, ask him, yo, give me some tips, some tricks. I'd like that, you know. I want to get to where you are. Just lift each other up. I think in this world right now, we just need more lifting and more knowledge to be given. And since we're talking about being consumer driven, haha, I want to share with you guys some really nice products that I use in my everyday life, which give me a boost of energy and confidence to go out in the world every day and conquer. But I need some water, so I'm going to go grab a quick drink. So let's have a little break and then I'll get back to you guys and I'll share these products with you. Bye!
Alright guys, so these products are life-saving and they're not super expensive at all. Some of them are really generic brands too. They're nothing fancy fancy. So you don't have to worry about the prices of these things. They're not anything luxurious. I don't live that kind of lifestyle. But if you do, hey, that, that's what works for you, right? But um, these products really help me, you know. After a long day of being a superhero out there in the world, it really gets tiring. And then coming home and just chilling, putting on whatever products I have kind of helps me to wind down. You know, it's important that we also think about being productive in the world, but also being able to wind down and appreciate ourselves and taking care of our bodies. I think that's super important. So the first product I want to share with you is a rose water facial toner by the beauty department. Now, if you live in Holland and you know the store Action, I swear to you, I bought this in Action for two euros. I think it was like a euro and 90 something cents. So definitely get this. I mean, it's super generic. It's not like a fancy, luxurious type of rose water, but it works. Like I swear to you, it removes makeup residue. It cleanses my skin. It tones my skin. And I use it every day, morning and night, especially at night when I use it and I let it soak into my skin. The next morning, I am glowing. Like legit, my face is super bright. It works like a charm and to be honest I prefer using rose water as a toner because it I just feel like it works better than other chemically based toners because those seem to kind of dry out my skin and I have really sensitive skin um, it's a combination to be honest sometimes it's oily sometimes it's dry so I, I'm not really sure what type of skin I have but I do notice whenever I use this rose water specifically and others too i have like a spray one that i use but it depends like just rose water in general really helps my skin to kind of glow it gets rid of like dry spots around my temples etc etc so i highly recommend this product any type of rose water works but hey if you're looking for the cheap way out like i am because i'm frugal fran get actions rose water it works it completely works now the next product i want to share with you guys and this is a product i recommend to people who are on their feet the whole day i used to be on my feet the whole day i would come home soak my foot in some hot water and then rub this foot cream on my feet it works like a charm especially if you have like calluses around your toes or on the sides it, it really helps to soften them up and what i like about this cream as well it's filled with eucalyptus oil and menthol so it gives your feet this like refreshing feeling after you've rubbed it on so it feels like liberating in a sense this foot cream is by Deuternen not sure if I'm pronouncing that right but it's duh in Dutch so D-E and Turnen T-U-I-N-E-N and I got this from Holland and Barrett. You can get this online, you can go to the Holland and Barrett store, if you have like a mall close to you or something, you can get this there. I got this on special for 10 euros and it's 10 euros for two. So technically you're paying like 5 euros per cream and it lasts. Like I have this one for about I think 3 months now and I've been using just this one packaging. I still have the other one in the drawer so highly recommend this if you're constantly on your feet and especially if you have calluses and stuff like that 
it's it soothes it nourishes it refreshes it's a hundred percent vegan it's filled with eucalyptus oil lavender tea tree menthol all these fancy products that i'm reading on the back of it so yes this is a good one to use if you're looking for feet care another product that i really like using and this is actually a gift that i got from a friend for my birthday and it's a body mist spray kind of perfumey kind of thing from rituals and what i like about rituals is that they have different collections of different cultures or different um seasons etc etc so this one in particular this spray is from the ritual of holy which is inspired by like the tradition in india that celebrates like the festival of colors and the season of spring etc etc it has like a tangy fruity kind of smell which i really really like especially if you want to wear it just at home or if you're going out to like see a friend or something it's nothing too heavy and the packaging is really cute too it's like a pink bottle with a white cap and it says oh so lovely and they spelled O oh, like the French word O oh, for cologne, like E-A-U, which I thought was really funny and cute. So it adds like a little bit of humor and fun to it. I think that was a nice touch. So yeah, after, you know, going out or coming home, just chilling after a long day, I just spray some of this on me and I feel brand new. And the last product that I want to share with you especially now that we're in corona time and everybody's like, oh, hand sanitizer, cream up your hands, wash your hands. After you're done washing your hands or rubbing your hands with shitty scented soap or shitty scented hand sanitizer, I use this hand cream from Trico Moon, which is called Marshmallow Heaven. What I like about this hand cream is that it literally smells like marshmallows. It's so sweet. It has such a light scent of sweetness to it. And even after like five, six hours of having it on, you can still smell like the faint scent of that sweetness or that like marshmallow scent, which I really like. And this product really helps to retain moisture in my skin. Um, I have dry hands, especially like in the winter time. So this helps to maintain and retain moisture in my skin. It has apricot oil and vitamin E, which we all know helps with dry skin and UV damage, etc, etc. So yeah, this is a product that I really like using after I use hand sanitizer because hand sanitizer really smells sometimes and sometimes they, they have this like alcoholy scent. I just don't like that. So I use this after, keep it in my purse. There's the big size ones. They have the travel size one. I have both. And I just keep it in my purse, you know, whenever I'm at work or just on the metro to come home or the train or whatever. Just put a little bit of that. And it just smells really good. Even in the nighttime too, when I'm doing my nighttime routine, which is my rose water and then my foot cream and then spray a little bit of my oh so lovely I finish it off with this hand cream. So yes, everything that I've mentioned, all the products that I've mentioned, all below 10 euros. And that is the best I can do for you at this moment. If you're looking for products that are wallet friendly, please, I'm your best friend. Come to me. I can help you. <laughs> you know, if you're looking for any kind of products to wind down and help you kind of relax a little bit, 
I recommend these, these work for me, whatever works for you, please recommend that too. Hey, that rhymed, haha. <laughs> but yes, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I hope that you take a little bit what I've said in terms of finances and in terms of taking control of your financial future. Um, I hope that that helps you in some way. And to be honest, like if you have any books or any other recommendations of good financial books to read, I would love to hear your suggestions because I'm looking to kind of switch my reading style as well. I noticed I was reading a lot of self-help books in terms of spirituality, in terms of being happy and finding my happiness, but I kind of want to switch it more towards like actually learning something that could be beneficial for me besides, you know, being happy and and figuring out how to be happy every day. Those are the kind of books that I used to read. So now I want to focus a little bit more on financials and a little bit more, you know, thinking bigger, living better. So yes, thank you again for tuning into this episode. Please follow my Instagram and Facebook page at Podcast, And I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Have a blessed day. Mwah.